This is Scratch Your Own Itch, the one show that delivers the conversations that we're afraid to share, but need to. This show is all about creating a life worth living. I'm Logan Tyler Nelson, and I'm your host. So, you're going to hear conversations with creators and entrepreneurs talk about what they do, their current and past traumas, how they became who they are, and what they are truly curious about. This is the show where we talk about the things we think about a lot, but need to talk about more. Please take note that this show is not a substitute for actually creating a life worth living, because this show will stir your beliefs, make you question what it means to create a life worth living. So my promise to you is to always give you one question to answer for yourself today, to start turning your dreams into a reality. My curiosity question for you is, can you connect to your body? Okay, let me ask you that again. Can you connect to your body? Alright, let me set the tone. You've been working out and working out hard for months, and you're still not seeing results. But you were hoping you were going to because you're doing everything that all these fitness experts are saying online that you need to do. But why is it that you're still not seeing some loss in body fat, some gain in muscle, some new flexibility? Well, maybe it's just that you're not connected with your body. Today on the show, I'm bringing on Jenna Scare. Jen is a master at connecting you with your body and receive sustainable health. Jen is also known as at DocJenFit on the one and only Instagram and has built an incredible brand and business using Instagram and changed the way hundreds and thousands of people think about mobility. So in this episode, we'll go over how she grew her following to almost half a million fans, and then built a business on top of it. This is an incredible listen for anyone who's in the fitness space or anyone who's looking to get more results with their own body. So without further ado, please give a warm welcome to the one and only Jen Esker. Well, thank you. <laughs> You're so I welcome. I that. Ah, thank you. I'm so excited to like connect with you. You've been so nice and replying and I, I, I send you as much uh, you know every time you inspire me I, I go on your Instagram I'm like what the heck she is amazing the content that you put out there is just um, I can't believe that it's that that you you can get into those moves and people got to check out your Instagram after this uh, as soon as they can because they might be driving or working out themselves yeah so but, well thank you I appreciate that um, you've you've earned it. Um, so, I really, uh, you know, the mission of the show is really to scratch your own itch. So, making people feel less alone, and also, um, really scratching your own itch to me means that you had a problem with yourself, maybe, and and you had to solve it by 
by literally scratching your own itch and that means you figure out some sort of system that allows you to scratch your own itch but you also do it for other people so when I ask you how did you get to where you got to by scratching your own itch what does that mean to you? Hmm, that means that you know I really took the time to dive into my own body and and find my own passion for where it was that movement became so so much of a passion for me not only to do in my own body but also to then look out to other people and say, how can I help other people? Because it really is the number one thing that I see is when people are able to tune in, we're all able to help ourselves. And sometimes we need facilitation with that. Sometimes we just need someone to guide us into that, which is totally fine. And reaching out for those people is amazing. But also there's so much that we can learn within ourselves. So scratching our own itch, meaning that we're just starting to tune in is what I take away from that. Oh, I love it. Um, I want to go a little bit deeper with like maybe before you got into your Instagram stuff, maybe like take me take me back, I don't know, to like when you were 15 and um, you had that first instance where, you know, like a lot of us, I think females have it the worst when they look at themselves in the mirror and they don't see what's in the magazines and they don't see what's on TV, but they're in that world that they need to look a certain way and feel a certain way. Um, you know, any stories that you may have from that struggling to kind of like uh, just be okay with yourself and who you are and where you're at. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I mean, and the fact of I think it starts with knowing that you're never alone. Everyone kind of gets into these thoughts, I and mean, it's unfortunate that we go from being a kid and everyone telling us we're so amazing, and then somehow we get into grade school and we have these people around us. Someone tells you you're not good at this. You're actually not very pretty. You're not this. And all of a sudden we start to build these complexes based on what's happened over time. And everyone goes through some portion of this in their own way. So knowing that you're not alone and it is human to feel this and to start to pack it on, but it's also then saying, okay, I can be aware of this and I can actually grow out of this. I can get back to my childlike state of just not, not caring and I'm amazing and really truly owning that and believing that. But that for me took a long time and it's, and, and I would say it's a continual work in progress. Um, it was interesting when I first kind of realized it, I was getting ready in the morning and I would go through my regular thing of kind of tearing myself down. It was just like, oh, my God, my hair looks awful. Oh, this is this is terrible. Oh, my God, I'm so fat. Or whatever it may be, it was just like a constant me telling myself. And I would verbalize it until my boyfriend was like, you know, you're creating a really negative space just by being negative to yourself. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm not – not looking for validation for you. This is nothing to do with you. This is how I get ready. <laughs> and for me, it was like my own personal thing. But when he said that I was creating negative space, I started to take notice. And then I remember being um, at a restaurant with my mom and her and I go into the restroom and she's again, tearing herself down in front of the mirror. Oh my God, my hair looks awful. Oh, I should, I should have makeup on or, Oh, I did like tearing herself down. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm you. <laughs> But I don't think it's just me reflecting on my mother, but I think it's other people. And I can then I started to see it in friends. I started to see it in other people of just tearing ourselves down, not looking for validation from someone else, but just how we were verbalizing, talking to ourselves. 
And so that's when I started to say, okay, this is not okay. And I told my mom it was not okay. I told my friends it was not okay. And I asked for accountability and help. So I took the action in myself in saying, I'm going to write down two to three things I love about myself every single day for a month, which after the first few times, you're like, what else do I love about myself? (laughs) But so it really gets you into a really good practice of starting to talk better to yourself. And then on top of that, I requested help and um, encouragement and accountability from my mom and from my friends to say, if I say anything negative about myself, can you please catch me? And vice versa, if you say anything negative about yourself, I'm going to catch you and you're going to have to reverse that in front of me. So it became this practice of how can I take what I say to myself and actually switch the game completely and start talking positive to myself, start seeing myself in a, in a way different light and, and project within myself what I want other people to see. And so that's when it became this practice. And the more that I did it, the easier it became. And now I don't get ready <laughs> tearing myself down in the morning. And, it, and I, don't, I don't remember literally the last time I said something negative about myself to myself because it's not something that I'm practicing any time anymore. And, I'm, and it might happen, but I catch myself. I'm aware of it. And I appreciate having the friends and the family around me that are able to support me in my growth toward overcoming that as well. Hey. Logan Tyler Nelson here. So, I'm wondering, are you ready to amplify your brand and dominate your industry? Or maybe establish your credibility and really get valuable brand exposure and showcase why you're the natural choice in your niche? Oh, oh yeah, and on top of that, crush your sales goals and you can do this all from the comfort of your home or office. But let's say you don't have the time to go through thousands of podcasts on iTunes and find the right shows to pitch, or ones that actually take guests and target your potential ideal client. Because sometimes you'll need some help. And that's what Interviews On Demand does. We help you get on podcasts that are going to amplify your brand, increase your qualified leads, and get you valuable brand exposure. So if you're interested, head over to the link interviewsondemand.com and check us out and see what we've got to offer. Hope to hear from you soon. All right, back to the show. Oh my God. Wow. Wow. That, uh, um, I'm not usually this enthusiastic because like you nailed it for me as far as what scratching your own itch means and you nailed it for how like the, um, value and being able to kind of like not only have yourself accountable, but set other people accountable for themselves. Because when you do that, like you really do show up. It's kind of that person that's like, you know, I'm an author inside of my head, but finally when I get outside of my head and I put my thoughts on paper, now I'm an author for not just myself, but other people too. Mm-hmm. And so like author, if you look at it, that also lines up with the word of authoritative and authoritative. And so mm-hmm. when you put yourself and you show up and you say, I'm a leader, like, oh my God, that to me is exactly the story that right now I'm kind of running inside my head of what you're doing too now on Instagram 
um, which is crazy. You've built your, your following up to half a million people. Um, that's crazy. So, like, where, where did you kind of, like, all of a sudden go, I, I kind of want to... I want to really amplify this, and and maybe your your end game was like, hey, I, I just want more people to do this, or you know, like take me mm-hmm. to the to the to the before you got to uh, half a million fans with with Instagram. Yeah, um, I think Instagram didn't become serious for me honestly until I was at like a hundred thousand followers. <laughs> it was in the beginning. It was accidental. I my my username was Jen underscore ES underscore care, because that's how you say my name, Jen is care. <laughs> and it was for friends and family. It was never intended to grow or be anything. Um, once I started to get involved in the calisthenic community, when I was in grad school, that's when the head of the calisthenic guy who was kind of leading that group in LA, he would post people in the calisthenic community. He had like almost 400,000, 300,000 followers, I think back in the day, four years ago, that was a lot of followers. So when he would post me, I naturally just started to kind of get followers. And it naturally just started to grow. And so I said, okay, let me just post my calisthenic journey. The more that I learn, the more that I post. And I started and it was like a fun little side hobby because I'm in grad school, I'm grinding away and studying my ass off. So to have this little distraction and this side hobby where I was seeing other people who loved to see my journey, who were getting inspired by my journey, who were learning things from my journey, it was really inspiring for me to continue to move into that. So the more that I started posting, the more that people would start following me. So I liked that. I liked that I was having an impact without really trying to have an impact, just inspiring people to move, which is everything to me. So it became kind of like a fitness thing. And then because I like to be upside down a lot, I started to get in contact with a lot of yogis and we did collaborations. We did challenges together. I started to grow in the yoga community as well. Um, and then I just started to go to events and meet a lot of people, connect with a lot of movers down in the LA area. And it became just so much fun. So my growth of Instagram purely in the beginning was just for the fun of it was because I was inspiring people. I was getting other people to move, to break through, to, to understand what their body can really go into. Um, and I just started to connect with a lot of amazing people who also had that same mentality. So for me in the beginning, it was purely just for fun. And then once I graduated, you know, I kind of realized I wanted people to, know that I had a little bit more knowledge <laughs> in my back pocket rather than just what my body could do. So I started posting educational stuff. I changed my name to Doc Gen Fit. And ever since I started posting educational stuff, my following has grown exponentially because of posting educational. So it makes me so happy also that people have now come to my page wanting to learn not just see cool things because seeing cool things, I mean, I'm like, I I tap out. I can only show so much in what my body can do. But when I'm actually able to then give back and help other people and have people coming up to me and saying they're learning, they're saving my videos, they're, they're opening up, they're getting out of pain just from what I'm posting on Instagram. It's amazing. So that's really what my, what has always fueled me is what people are getting out of what I'm posting. Yeah, and I mean, I, I can't wait until other people kind of discover the Instagram that you've built because 
Like, literally, there's so much great data in that in in that Instagram, and it, I I kind of want to go into like. So you're telling me right now, though, that you just followed your fun. You followed your 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 passion, the energy of of just having fun with it. And then mm-hmm. you turned it over to, to educating people and going, okay, because I can only do so much movement. And did you do any, because a lot of people are in these growth hacks. And, and, I, I'm, and I'm not going to lie, I think uh, there are actually some great health. Uh, actually, when I was doing research on you, I was like, oh, wow, she has a huge Instagram following. I, I kind of want to learn a little bit for myself. Like, what, mm-hmm. what can I do for Instagram? So I, I downloaded this app called Cleaner last night where it allowed me to kind of unfollow all the people that are ghost following me right now have you ever heard of any of these like other like tech apps that may help you in in growing because let's face it we all want people that are real and actually Mm -hmm. um, the more impact we can have on people are are people that um, really want the help did you Mm -hmm. use any any apps or anything like that to help your instagram i didn't um, I think in the very, very beginning, I used what was called Instagress, where based on like my calisthenic hashtags or my fitness hashtags, it would like other photos. And so I used that in the very, very beginning of growing um, just so that I could start to get people engaging with the content. But I, that ended very quickly and I didn't use it anymore. I never used it for follows or anything else. I only used it for liking content. Um, and, and then I stopped with that and that was again, probably a year into starting Instagram and I just haven't done anything other than that otherwise. Um, and now I would say the number one thing that has helped me grow, well, there's two things, consistency in how often I'm posting. It has to be every day. It has to be at my time that I know posting for me works well. And that is different for every person. And it's going to ebb and shift and and don't be too attached, I would say. Uh, But posting consistently is key. And then collaborating and being open to collaboration and networking is also key. Because I grew in the beginning accidentally because I was all of a sudden like meeting all these people and would collaborate and host challenges and do all these things with these other people that I was accidentally growing. I wasn't even meaning to, it wasn't my intention. It wasn't like I was trying to get money or something out of it. I wasn't even trying to grow my following. I just wanted to connect with amazing people and amazing movers. And the more that I connect with amazing people, the more I'm able to collaborate and, and have real authentic collaborations where we're able to actually help each other grow further than just Instagram. Maybe it's into business. Maybe we're, we're helping each other in other aspects. So it's collaboration is key. And I think a lot of people get scared because there's so many people and they're like, Oh my God, all these people are doing the same thing that I want to be doing. But when you come together and you help each other out, one, you look way more authentic to your audience. Uh, people are going to connect with you because you seem like a real human who is actually able to collaborate with other humans. And you just, you, you come off way more relatable, likable, and, and, uh, and you get to reach other people's audiences that may not have known you. So collaborate, reach out, work with other people, comment on other people, follow other people who you genuinely like, not because you think that they're going to get something, you're going to get something from them, but literally just because you're inspired. And that's what I've continued to do. That's what I continue to to move into. And I'm lucky enough to be able to say I'm friends with all the top physical therapy, chiropractic accounts out there. We're friends. 
we're not competing against each other. We promote each other when we want to. We, we're, we're there for each other. And I'm so grateful to be in that community and to have that kind of reputation. Hey, Logan Tyler Nelson here. I would so appreciate it if you took some time to hit the subscribe button. I really want to just honestly live and give. Why? Because I was told when I was young that if you're feeling down, the best way to feel better is by lifting someone up again. So in an effort to make someone feel less alone, please hit the subscribe button so the podcast has a better chance of being found and making someone feel less alone. And if you're feeling down, hey, it can help you. Know that by hitting that subscribe button, you just did someone a huge favor. So thank you for hitting that subscribe button. Oh my God, you are just bringing up something that I, um, I, I love to death, which is that C word collaboration. Um, I wrote down my philosophies that whenever I'm exhausted, I go, "Am I doing these three things? Am I am I am I compassionate about something? Am mm-hmm. I creative about something? And am I am I truly?" Um, collaborating with someone mm-hmm. and and I, I i created a a podcast business where i help people get on other podcasts because i just believe so much in collaboration i believe mm-hmm. so much in, in being able to connect to people and have their success be shared with someone else and then it kind of like ripples down the road and oh my god i just love that i love that you're doing that um and you're collaborating on on instagram and I, you're on a plethora of podcasts <laughs> Um, I would love to go into uh, what I call scratching the surface curiosity questions, which are just mm-hmm. like questions that I thought of um, that I really want to ask you. And then also sort of like quick rapid fire, you know, the John Lee Dumas 30 seconds or less questions. Sounds good. Awesome. Uh, so the first question is uh, more of a giving giving question, which is just like, you know, make someone feel less alone by maybe a thought that you had about yourself. I know we went into the negative thoughts and how you try not to do that anymore, but maybe you did have a negative thought about yourself that you're ashamed of having or you're embarrassed about having, but it just kind of shows you that it's just a thought and it doesn't mean that it's you. Mm-hmm. Um, can you repeat that question one more time? Sorry. Yeah, no, you're good. You're good. You're uh, probably not understanding me because... To me, like, a bad thought that I had today about myself was like, oh, God, I have this redness on my cheeks. I look like crap. Like, people shouldn't see I'm, uh, like, people shouldn't know that I get blushed every now and then. Or, mm-hmm. like, I should have perfect skin. Uh, uh, <laughs> like, maybe another bad thought about yourself was like, oh, gosh, like, I, I, I don't want to get rid of the six-pack, but I know it's just not sustainable. Or, I don't know, something like that. <laughs> um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anything so that what you... Are, so what are some of my thoughts that have gone through my head? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, even I've... So today, I've been filming for my videos for my, um, my, my membership site, and <laughs> I have been eating all the things because I've been traveling. I've been in Greece. I went to Bass Lake with my family last week and ate all the things. Um, and have, and I've just been enjoying myself and really just allowing myself to be. Um, but then I come back and I'm filming in a sports bra and pants and I'm like, Oh, there's a little extra 
a little extra love in there, <laughs> some extra roles that I'm dealing with as I'm talking through the core work. But, you know, it, and it's just, it's kind of funny. I joked about it when I was um, filming and I said, don't judge yourself, you know, for, for what you look like. Like we're focusing in on what our body's actually doing and really tuning in so that we can help strengthen, prevent pain, do all these things. Like it's not about what you're looking like on the outside. So take off your shirt, make sure things are working well and really start to tune in so that you can see and don't judge yourself. It's okay. And, you know, and just kind of allowing other people to see that, Hey, I, I get self-conscious too. I, <laughs> I can see that I've got roles as I'm teaching you guys and that's okay because it, it's not about what it looks like, but it's about what it's actually doing. Oh my God. That is, I've asked that question before to other people and never have I had someone literally outline it like them, like the, like them, <laughs> I can talk, I swear, uh, like that where they say what it's doing for someone else. And so I love that, that you go into that and you say that, you know, it's, it's not about the roles. It's not about how you view yourself. It's how... It's it's what you are doing for other people, and so um, that I think is a little life hack right there. It's like, you know, Mother Teresa. The reason why we remember her is because of what she did while she was on this planet, not because of like all the amazing six pack that she had. Right. <laughs> you know. Um, so, uh, but the next question I'd love to ask is, uh, you know, if you would say that you had one skill set that was that was totally like masterful um and this is really a, a time when you can flaunt yourself off like what do you think that skill set is mm, I think it's being able to to drop in and be compassionate with people because compassion is the number one thing to give other people and to teach other people to give themselves and I really pride myself in in terms of how I use that when I'm working, especially one-on-one -on -one with clients. I get a lot of chronic pain clients who've been in pain for a really long time and put themselves down. Why are they in pain? They shouldn't be in pain. And it just becomes this constant negative battle that they're having with themselves. And so when I'm able to drop them back and tune them back into their bodies and start to have compassion first, uh, we usually are releasing a lot of tears <laughs> and getting them to just be okay with themselves. So, so me delivering compassion for how someone else is feeling, I think allows them to have compassion for themselves. Ooh, I like that a lot. You know, I like that because that's part of my personal philosophy. <laughs> um, I, you know, this is, this is a sort of, I'm, I'm excited to ask you this question because, um, based off of the desires that you're fulfilling for yourself, what, what desires do you think you're truly fulfilling for yourself? And what desires do you think you're fulfilling for maybe other people's desires because of the desires that you're surrounded by? Does that make sense? Mm, yeah. So like, what am I doing because I genuinely want to versus what am I doing because I think I, I'm supposed to? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think the more that I just come back to what value can I give other people, what are people asking for, and what can I provide, that's when I know I'm heading in the right direction. And I can literally feel the connection. When someone, when something is doing really well, it's because the connection is there. When I, 
And it's not because I'm chasing the results. If I'm just chasing results, the connection's not there. But when I'm chasing connection to bringing people into my why, explaining what it's actually going to do to them, for them, and give to them, when I'm able to lead from what you're, what I'm giving you, it, it connects so much more with people. And I know that when people take the time to dive into the programs that I provide, there's so much power, so many powerful things that are able to open up. So it makes me really when I'm able to connect that message, I know that I'm in the right direction. Um, and I think if I take time to scroll through Instagram too much or whatever it may be and start to get into comparison mode of like, Oh no, should I be doing that? Is that happening? What, you know, that's when I'll start to, I could spiral down into (laughs) comparison and am I supposed to be doing this? What about this? What about that? And I just, will shut off my phone and I'm not allowed to scroll anymore because it's not about comparison. Everyone is on a different journey, affecting people in different ways, which is all a beautiful thing. And, you know, as long as I come back to my connection to what I'm doing for other people and I'm making sure that they're getting that value, then I know I'm heading in the right direction. Uh, Oh, thank you for saying that because let's face it, we live in such a, a, a social media land where, you know, I, I've i said before, it's kind of like fire. Like, you can use social media for good or you can use it for bad. Like, you can take that fire, burn burn someone with it, literally burn someone to death with it, or you can take that same fire and use it as a source of light, use it as a source of, of, of uh, cooking your food, you know, use it for good. And so it's like, it's just how you utilize these tools. And, and I love that you even talk about it. Instagram and, and comparing yourself because I think it's really, 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 really um, critical for someone to go. While I'm while I'm scrolling through this, I'm only seeing just a portion, just a part of their life, and mm-hmm. and and it really, to me, it it makes total sense of why you know you're on the journey that you're on and you're inspiring other people and you continually succeed is because you're on your own path, you're on your own journey, you're not trying to do something because someone told you to try to do this or do that so right um it's very cool but uh this part of the segment of the interview i I would love to just ask you some some more like quick 30 seconds or less type answers Mm -hmm. Um, so who is someone that you wish that you could sit on a bench with um and talk to them for an hour or so and, and who would it be and why Uh, For sure, Oprah. (laughs) Um, There's so many reasons why. For who she is, how she's gotten to where she's gotten to, the impact that she's been able to make, how that impact has impacted her own life, um, and just the woman that she is and continues to show up to be for other people and the value that she continues to give, I think would, I would just continue to tell her how amazing she is, but (laughs) hopefully be able to let her talk. I think that would be amazing. Ah. Oprah, I love that woman. Yeah, who doesn't? Except yeah. for, I think, uh, there's a few haters of Oprah. And they're like, it's weird how, like, if you hate Oprah, you're like a diehard Oprah hater. I don't know That's why. so weird. I don't know why people are diehard Oprah haters. I'm like, come on, seriously? Like, okay, I, all right. I, I mean, she's giving so much to the world, though. Yeah, exactly. That's um, what we should be focusing on. <laughs> right? Um... I don't get it, but any any hoots, we could probably go on for another hour about that. Um, 
I'd really like to ask you. Oh, it was in my head, and then I lost it. What was it? Oh, there it is. It is, um, how do you like to consume content? Podcasts, audiobooks, movies, YouTube channels? What, what, do, you, what do you use to consume content? Ooh, um, in the car, I love to listen to podcasts and audiobooks. Um, I don't cut out time for reading so much anymore. So the car is definitely where I get a lot of my, um, reading, I would say, <laughs> listen by listening. And then I love to decompress with a show at night. Sometimes, you know, if I'm watching a show that my boyfriend doesn't want to watch, I'll watch the show while I'm like cleaning or doing something where he wouldn't be <laughs> having to watch that. Um, and we love to go to the movies. So maybe that's consuming too much content, but I think de- like, it's just how I let my mind decompress a lot. No, I'm the same way. I, I've, you know, I've listened to other people talk about how like, oh, I don't really consume content. I'm just, I'm a content creator. I'm like, what, what the heck are you filling up your well then with as an artist? Like, yeah. how are you being inspired? Like, I don't know, maybe, maybe yeah. I'm missing different something. things for different people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so is there any like addictions that you have right now that you're like trying to weed yourself off of? Um, I could even give you one of mine just to make you feel kind of like less, uh, less, uh, scared to, to share one. Um, addiction. Like, uh, um, biting my nails. Okay. That's, that's a good addiction. That's a good, <laughs> that's a good addiction to get rid of. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, that's- that's been a work in progress. That's hard, too. <laughs> I got my nails painted so that I could not. It is. It's just a habit. It's a kind of a nervous habit for me. I got you. Yeah. No, I get you. Uh, I'm on the same, same struggle bus. Um, <laughs> where do you go to when you want to listen to your favorite podcast? Uh, what is that favorite podcast for you? Um... I do love nerding out with Dr. Rhonda Patrick and listening to Found My Fitness. It's very nerdy, so you'd have to be very prepared for some scientific terms thrown at you. <laughs> um, but I love how she goes that far. She, like She goes down to the molecular level of why cryotherapy is helping or something like that, where I like to actually get more of the science aspect and learn a little bit. So that one I love nerding out and diving into you just gave away your secret of where your amazing content comes from (laughs) well that's completely different that's what i don't teach that's why i love learning about it no i'm just totally kidding it's so funny (laughs) anybody that recommends that podcast is always like just be wary that it's a little nerdy you know she talks about how like pores will open up in a broccoli sprout just the way you cook it yeah exactly (laughs) She's she's crazy. I first heard of her from Mind Pump, and then I t- checked out her like three hour interview on Joe Rogan. And I'm just like, oh yeah, wow. She was like uh, blowing my mind to the point where she could probably say anything, and I'd believe her. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, she's, she's awesome though. She is. Uh, so two more questions. The second to last question I'd love to ask is, where is one place? I think we know the answer, but is, where was one place that if anyone's listening to this, they could go to, to, to find more about you? 
<laughs> yeah, definitely. Instagram is where you're going to see me the most. I'm going to respond the most. I don't, um, in my Facebook groups that I have, I do respond to everyone there, but, um, Facebook in general, I'm really bad about getting back to. So Instagram, if you want to reach me, if you want to see all the things, Instagram is where they'll be. I love it. I love it. Yes, please. I, I said it in the very beginning at Doc Jen, but guess what? I'm going to put it in the show notes. So if you, if you forget, like we'll let you go. We're human beings. We're allowed to forget things. That, that's yeah. why we write them down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the last question is, is um, something to really leave the listeners with, I think. Because um, I, I believe so much in questions instead of always answers to give people uh, the, the help that they need. So what's a self-inquisitive question that someone could ask themselves throughout the day? Mm. What am I grateful for is always, always one to go back to because you're always grateful for something. So no matter how stressed out you are, going back and focusing on the gratitude for what you do have and what is in front of you is huge. And then also, what is what is my intention, and what do I want people to feel from me today? That is that is I love all those. Um, if you were to pick one one of those questions, <laughs> like one specifically, what would it be? Only one. Dang it. Um, <laughs> you know, right now I would go back to what do I want people to feel from me today? Because then that really gives you an opportunity to show up in how you want people to feel from you. Because if you're in a mood, if you are cranky, if you're, if you're feeling upset about something and carrying that out and reflecting that to other people is really going to, they're going to feel that. So how, how do you, like, how can you shift? How can you allow people to feel around you a sense of peace? What is it that you can bring out in yourself so that you can affect that in other people? Oh. That is, uh, that is, that is premium truth juice right there. I <laughs> love that so much. Jen, I, um, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I know that I want to stay connected with you and, and I want to invite you on to come on again, maybe, uh, you know, in six months if you're willing to do so. Uh, Let's so do it. <laughs> thank you so much. Oh, this has been great. I love this. I hope anyone who's listening right now has uh, gotten some value from this. I know I have. Um, so if I help just one person uh, today get some value, uh, and I think Jen, I know for a fact Jen Jen keeps doing it because because she just is is amazing in that way. <laughs> she just <laughs> she just keeps on doing it. So um, thank you so much, Jen. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. All right. There's another episode of Scratch Your Own Itch. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to support the show by listening. Um, the biggest compliment you could ever pay me is just by sharing this because honestly, it doesn't take much and it feels so good when people create something and take time. And when I see someone take time to create something that really just changed my day, either made me feel less alone, maybe put a smile on my face, made me laugh made me feel wiser. 
I always want to share it with the world because why? When I share something that resonates with me, why not share it? I mean, that's just kind of the thing that goes around and it's free. It takes no time at all other than just a click of the button, share on either Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, any of those social media platforms would be great to share this. So I really appreciate it. And I want to say that um, anybody who's looking to gain authority or expertise in their area and they don't want to take another year or year and a half to write a book and wait until that's published, I think the best way is right now is to start a podcast. So if you're at all interested in starting a podcast, if you meet the certain requirements, I would love to help you with a podcast and also get a website going for you as well. And this is not an easy task. It's hard to actually get it done and get it out there. So every now and then we need some help and I'm here for you. So please reach me at Logan at LoganTylerNelson.com if you're interested at all. And don't ever forget, you matter and you're enough.